0: Spice. We'll
1: do it live. Do it live. We're all
0: right. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this?
1: The handsome content. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 hits FM.
2: Good morning. Party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Wednesday to you and yours, 531. Happy Wednesday to you, Carl Freaking Brown. Morning, buddy. How the heck you doing over there, pal?
3: I'm doing all right, man.
2: Breakfast Sandwich Wednesday. How'd that turn out
3: today? It was great, yep. Oh, hell yeah. Hunched over the sink in the kitchen, as always.
2: <laughs>
3: Very comfortable way to eat your breakfast.
2: Hey, I, I, I wanted to start the show by asking you about the two years that you... Kind of went vegan.
3: Okay, sure. Yep.
2: And when I say that, it's because your wife went vegan. Yeah, yeah and she
3: adjusted to a, a vegan diet for yeah about two years. Yep.
2: She did most of the cooking, so you just mm-hmm. by proxy, well. I'm going
3: to be vegan for a lot of meals. You <laughs> yeah, know?
2: right? You obviously, you go to the bar, you're going to get wings, or yep. if you want to make your own steak, you will. But for sure, much like any partnership, your partner's like, oh, I made this tofu dish because I don't want to eat meat anymore. Well, Great. I, I guess, well, I guess that's a, what I mean. I'm eating the yeah. tofu dish now. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so uh, yesterday, I don't know if, if, for whatever reason, this started popping up on uh, TikTok and Instagram, things like that. I've seen this trend of people trying to make watermelon taste like meat. Oh. And I'm curious, Did when when you were on the vegan adventure with your wife, mm-hmm. did she ever do the whole, oh, we're just going to make fruit taste like meat thing? Was that a, is that a thing vegan um, eaters do? I mean,
3: you're always searching for, like, meat substitutes, right? Yeah. You know, whether it's you doing, like, you know, portobello steaks or... You know, cauliflower wings, or often um, uh, we would use uh, jackfruit because when you pull jackfruit apart, it kind of resembles like pulled pork. Does um, it taste so... like pulled pork? No, no, of course it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you can you can try everything you want, but you're lying yeah. to yourself if you think it does. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was that was my experience for the most part.
2: She never did the watermelon thing.
3: No, no, melon was never part of it. I don't think.
2: I so yesterday I saw somebody turning watermelon into steak. Like cutting it up and seasoning it and and, and frying it like you would and basting it with butter, you know, like really? kind of on the pan.
3: Is uh, it sturdy enough to I, to withhold that?
2: I mean, it it certainly looked mm-hmm. somewhat like a steak. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's red, right? They, what made me stomp is they cut into it first. And I went, that's a really raw-looking steak. <laughs> like, oh, it's watermelon. They hooked oh. me, right? Okay. Okay, you hooked me. Another one they did was... Um, Watermelon beef Wellington,
3: like they wrapped it in uh, like in yeah. actually like in dough and yeah, and baked it off. Yeah, doesn't the water just run out of it? Like, aren't you just left with a soggy mess? I
2: would think so. And then the other one was like a watermelon roast beef type thing they did in a slow cooker or something like that.
3: Like, I have no problem with a vegetarian diet yeah, or a vegan yeah, diet thing. or whatever you want to do. But the constant searching for, like, stuff to, like, replace the the either, like, meat flavoring or textures was the most annoying part of any of it. <laughs> yeah. Just cook great vegetarian dishes. And who cares about trying to replace pulled pork? You've made a choice to go this way. So let's just go this way. Instead of trying to, like, claw back and find difficult cheeses. And we, oh, God, it was so annoying.
2: Well, they kept, none, of,
3: none of it tastes the same None of it
2: Well they kept saying in the videos like, Oh this tastes just like steak No Well you know it tastes like steak You shut up you liars It's like you know what tastes like steak Steak
3: tastes yeah, like steak Yes that's right
2: Yes what was You're the just other? grilling watermelon The other thing I saw was they were shaving carrots And making bacon out of that with like liquid smoke yeah, and stuff Come on
3: Come on <laughs> like, it's Come on All
2: this effort to make these things taste like meat
3: All it does is demolish your kitchen it's a good thing to eat vegetarian a couple of times a week, you know, and we still do, but yeah. you don't you just stop trying to replace it. You made your decision. It's a choice now. It's a dietary thing. I hope it's healthy and I hope it's good for you, but stop trying to replace what you've already agreed to move on from.
2: A text here says boys went vegan in November. I've lost fifty three pounds at a boy. Yeah, well done. Excellent. I'll give you well clause on that. Yeah. Have have you done have you done the watermelon steak thing? <laughs> like, yeah, I, not... I was really curious if you guys had tried it because I, part of me wants to try it for the sake of trying yeah. it. No, but holy no. hell, did it look Come like on. a lot of work? No,
3: yeah, that's that is the thing. It is a lot of work because you, you eliminate every every quick meal or window that you think you can swing through. If you're going, if you're going to try and do the full vegan, just eliminate it. It's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> it just forces you to cook, and your kitchen is in a constant state of filth. It's
2: chaos. It's, it's, right? Soon,
3: as soon as you clean it, you make another meal and you used every single utensil in your kitchen to do it.
2: Well since my wife's had to go gluten free, speaking of like the drive it dry throughs. Oh my mm-hmm. God, it's impossible.
3: Now. Out the window, right? Oh, no, it's impossible. No deal.
2: You're not out the can't window. Do That's the problem. Yep. No you can't get anything out the window. It's awful. Yep. yep. Okay. Watermelon steak, we have to try <laughs> at some pass. point hard pass. <laughs> Daryl, if you could fry us up some watermelon steaks Ugh. for the next thing that we could I'm I'm turning off watermelon a bit after our adventure. Let's get going here. We got our dink of the day in a few minutes. We're going to talk swords. Kill Switch Engage kicking off the show. Let's go. Cover of Holy Diver. Kill Switch Engage kicking off the show. 977 hits FM. Uh, Really quickly, Vegan Mark, which I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, Mark, that's uh, the nickname we're going to have to give you. (laughs) Uh, Vegan Mark said he has not tried the watermelon steak situation. Just said they go with the Beyond Meat.
3: And some of the Beyond Meat stuff's really good.
2: Yeah, no, it is, absolutely. Yeah.
3: So yeah, stick with that. Don't don't listen. Someone wrapping it in, in dough and trying to make a Wellington <laughs> out of it. Like just I don't know.
2: I, I, I will admit it made me stop again because they yeah. edited it perfectly. Yeah in the sense of they, they started the video with the cutting of it, and so you immediately go, My God, that looks rare. What the hell? They hooked me right then and there, just like that. So they get you. Oh, man. Um, okay, I did say that I had a sword story lined up. I was waiting for it.
3: Is that yeah. not where we're going?
2: I actually want to pull a live audible.
3: And Calling a line change here.
2: Come to think of it, I, I'd like to actually, I want to get the clip of Peyton Manning going, Omaha! Omaha! Mm-hmm. Next time we yeah. want to make a live audible. Kill, kill! Kill, 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 kill! Kill, kill! Omaha! Uh, because I want to talk about a <laughs> wedding gone absolutely wrong.
3: And make a handoff to me for three yards in a pile of dust. That's right. Let's
2: go. <laughs> it's first and 20. Kill, kill, kill. And it's a yeah. handoff to Carl Brown. Two uh, yards. It's going to be second and 18. Ooh, stopped in the backfield. Um, Carl has uh, looks like he's hurt his <laughs> hamstring taking a step. Oh, it's, ah, it's a hammy. God, get me. Get Your shoes me. are tight. <laughs> um, bride and groom about to get married. Uh, Over the weekend, getting to some kind of screaming match, and they call off the wedding right then and there. Call it off. They right before they walk down the aisle, they call off the wedding. Oh man! You know it was going to be a happy, healthy marriage when you can't even make it through the wedding day. (laughs) Call it off. The husband decides. Well, we've already paid for all this stuff because you're not getting any of your money back at
3: that. No, your deposits are gonzo, big time. Not happening.
2: So we're throwing a party. Anybody who wants to stay, come on. I'm partying through the night. Let's go. Yeah. The bride, not a fan.
3: Not going to party.
2: Did not like this. Did not want to party. Nor did she believe anybody else should be partying.
3: Everyone else has to ruin their day, too. That's right. Everybody's already booked off a Saturday.
2: If they, I, got hotels,
3: they got hotels booked and stuff.
2: If I do not want to party, then nobody else gets to party. Now, Carl, the question becomes, how did she cancel the party? What did she do? Oh, how did she cancel it? What did she do? Did she storm in? Did she start knocking things off tables? Flipping tables?
3: That sounds like a party. Did um, she file a noise complaint or something? Noise complaints. Or uh, maybe alert the hall that somebody was causing a disturbance. I don't know. Something like that. You alert the venue
2: somehow? Okay. Okay. So, incorrect. Okay. Because she called in a bomb threat. (laughs) Called it into who?
3: The The police.
2: The police. That's right.
3: She called in and said there's a bomb at this location? Yeah.
2: You need to get here now. There's a bomb. So police show up. They take that seriously, obviously. Yeah, man. They show up, evacuate the place. Look at at every nook and cranny. They realize, Mm -hmm. ah, there's no bomb here. Ah. Alright, well I guess we'll just move along We'll never find out who made that b- mm. Oh yeah, they can Trace that stuff yep. and you can realize because she called From her own cell phone Carl
3: Didn't even, didn't even try a pay phone
2: Called a wow. bomb threat From her own cell phone To stop the party on her wedding day Because she didn't <laughs> want anybody else having fun
3: <laughs> That's a tough look that's a real that's a, tough look. That's a real tough look. What do they do when they didn't fight a bomb? Party continue?
2: I think the party's done at that point. I is think that over? I think it, I think she successfully did what she wanted. Okay, well, there you go. she is you know, being charged now. Yeah, of course. So they're, actually, yes. they're actually charging her uh, under the terrorist act. I can see that. <laughs> so I can uh, see that. You got what you wanted. But, yeah. You, know, you, you look need, good in the dress. You're going to pay a price. Keep the photographer around. Frankly, I'm shocked that uh, that marriage didn't work out.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it would have been a peaceful existence. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM.
2: We need to talk about what could be maybe the greatest Canadian betrayal of all time, Carl. That's uh, up there. This it's was there. Uh, trending on Twitter and frankly, shocked, shook, stunned. Other words that start with the letter S? Uh, this was last night the Montreal Canadiens Vegas Golden Knights game 5 which can we give a shout out to the Habs.
3: Game away. One game away.
2: How many people had Vegas sweeping this series? Nobody was taking Montreal seriously. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Montre-
3: Montreal's not going to be a favorite in any series they play. It's just not going to happen. But uh, at some point man, you just have to you have to look the the, the mix they put together for this team It's the right time, right place. Carey Price is on fire. A lot of people giving Vegas heat. Why didn't you start Robin Leonard? Why don't you score? (laughs) (laughs) What about Vegas' goaltending choices? Literally, why don't any of your top players score? (laughs) William Carlson, Alex Tuck, where you been? Riley Smith, Mark Stone, where you been? No one. No goals. Zeros across the board. Doesn't matter who you start.
2: Well, it looks like one Canadian artist may have chosen the wrong side. And is taking major heat right now as Celine Dion yeah. was shown on the big screen, decked out in Vegas Golden Knight gear. Twitter was on fire. Perhaps
3: well, She just loves them more.
2: <laughs> that was good. Uh, she was born in Charlemagne, Quebec. Mm-hmm. A few hours from Montreal, but obviously in the same province, as fans were stunned Mm -hmm. that the Canadian songstress was not going for her home province, instead cheering for the Vegas Golden Knights.
3: Now, let me propose something to you here. Okay. I think we might have a little bit of a Bon Jovi situation on our hands here. Oh, you mean with the Buffalo Bills? We discussed a story a while ago and, and it's it's common knowledge that Bon Jovi uh, attempted John Bon Jovi attempted to be part of an ownership group that would purchase the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. His offer was rebuffed and they went with the Pagulas and onward and upward, and he's held a bit of a grudge against Buffalo since. Now, Celine, along with her late husband, were part of a group in the early two it might have been in the mm-hmm. year two thousand, early two thousands that attempted to take ownership of not just the Canadians, but uh, at the time, the Molson Center, the Bell Center, in Montreal as well, and they were unsuccessful.
2: So you think, well, now, Bon Jovi actually came out and said, I'll never play Buffalo again.
3: I don't think she's going to come out that far and say, I won't play Montreal again, but she doesn't tour that much as it is. Mm -hmm. The Vegas residency... Is where she makes a lot of her coin, right? Yeah,
2: well, I, it's probably where she makes all of her coin now.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would say that that's that's probably her. That's probably her, the majority driver of her yeah. income is her Vegas residency. So, man, do you back where your money comes from, or do you throw on the Habs jersey and risk the gate going down ten percent at your residency for the next two weeks?
2: Habs yes. fans were hot. Canadians. You slap on that Knights jersey and you're in that coin. <laughs> that's that's what it was. She was on the big screen. Was it potentially a little trolling from the Vegas PR team? I think it
3: was. If it was, it was a great troll. Yeah. Tremendous.
2: Right? Well Are, done. Were they working trying to get under the skin?
3: <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> well, no, it really
2: didn't.
3: Yeah, Maybe it riled a couple people up on Twitter. But uh, you hear their fans. Booing them off the ice at the end of the second period is there down three nothing? I didn't know. Oh, it's been a tough four years in Vegas for the Golden Knights, you know. This is their third or sorry, I should say fourth <laughs> conference final appearance to go along with the Stanley Cup final appearance. They were booing the team off the ice after the second period.
2: They're uh
3: they a long, miserable four years for Knights fans.
2: They have been waiting oh, their whole lives for this oh, cup, okay?
3: Long suffering my heart <laughs> Just goes out to you. It won't go on, but it does go out.
1: <laughs> Silver and brown, 97.7 hits FM.
2: You know, um, somebody just pointed out in the text box a Celine Dion lyric mm-hmm. that may help point to the fact that she's cheering for the Golden Knights, but oh. if the Habs win, is she going to flip back and become What's a here? Habs fan? What do you got? What's th- the evidence? I thought was interesting. Hold on. Uh-huh. Listen to this part here. Oh, boy. There were
4: moments
1: of gold.
2: There were moments of gold. There were flashes of light. Oh. You see? Oh. So, I want to thank Mike. you would never do again. But never Right, I was born like, in Quebec. Oh, her yeah. fandom will be the thing that comes back. So <laughs> yeah. I, got you. I like you. that, Mike. Thanks yeah. for the text, buddy. I appreciate yeah. that. Does she go back to the Habs after? Can you do that? Or can you do that kind of betrayal or no? You protect the paycheck, buddy. Yeah? Yeah. You made your choice, right? Maybe yeah. if it was a first-round matchup. <laughs> if it was a first-round matchup, I think, but yeah. you know, like a conference final, I don't know. I'd have, have my... Back.
3: If I were here, I'd have my sports trolling sponsored by the book at Little Caesars.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: speaking of texts, we've had a ton come in about the Wendy's spicy chicken Pringles. Uh, yeah, let me let me read a few of these Carl Please. did you end up finding the Pringles uh Renee I looked everywhere I could not find them for the to save my life mm-hmm. uh, Rod said uh, uh, Carl I've been dying to know did you find the Wendy's spicy chicken Pringles Carl Brown
3: struck out looking oh
2: <laughs> how many stores did you go to
3: uh, so I, I myself went to two Walmarts. Uh, I did the, uh, the fourth Ave one from which I uh, actually sent you a picture of the empty shelf and the, uh, the sales marker noting where they should be. Mm. Uh, I went down uh, and went to the one on Welland Ave in St. Catharines as well. Uh, My buddy uh, Jason checked out the one at the uh, Penn Center for me. I know Renee checked out at least two or three spots in Hamilton as the uh, Carl Brown Chip Brigade, or the CBCBs, as I'm referring to us, (laughs) uh, completely came up dry in our search for the Wendy's Spicy Chicken Pringles yesterday. So
2: the silver we and brown we bumper.
3: Yeah, it's too powerful. I think from now on, when we see some of like this, you and I have to secure the product before we offer the bump or else we just don't even get to try it because wow. I couldn't find these things anywhere. And I was checking end caps, you know, promotional spots throughout the store and uh and nothing doing. Should have seen Chelsea's eyes light up though. I was like, Do you want to go for a Walmart browse? She's like, A what? I was like, Yeah, I need to I need to go try and find these chips. Man. <laughs> no, nope, nothing.
2: So, basically, you're going to have to be on high alert now. Yeah. Like, uh, if a bat signal, Pringle single mm-hmm. goes up in the sky and somebody tweets you, at CarlBrown977. Yep. That's where to find me. You, you're going to have to get up and go. Yep. Like, if it's a Saturday at 8 p.m., you have to drop everything you're doing and go. If I'm sober, I'm there. If You, if you have to Uber there, if not. <laughs> Uber there. I mean, I'm just saying. Look, like if you secure a
3: tube of these Pringles, there's a Soper and Brown mug with your name on it, okay?
2: We got a koozie, for, too.
3: For all my... Because we got have, we got eyes on the street here. We got mm-hmm. a platform. Yeah, we'll do a beer koozie, too. Just, if you see them, if you see something, buy something, and then let me know.
1: Matt Soper. Carl Brown. The Soper and Brown Show.
2: Carl. Mm-hmm. You, myself, yes. and Hits Nation need to immediately... Check our Lotto Max tickets. You got some winners afoot? Well, somebody, I, I should say, two people mm-hmm. won that giant 70 million Lotto Max jackpot last night. <laughs> Finally, Carl.
3: So we've got a split, do we? Uh,
2: a ticket in BC. yeah, And a ticket in Ontario. Okay. Will split the 70 million jackpot. Whew.
3: Max Millions cleared out, too. I'm looking at it right now.
2: 46 Max Millions were also won. Wow. Uh, I'm trying to look here. I've got... forty.
3: Three. So 46 individual Max Millions went out last night? That's
2: right. 46 individual, and 21 of those were sold in Ontario.
3: 21. Wow. Wow. 11
2: in BC, 10 in Quebec, 4 in the Prairies.
3: Some folks are waking up with a very different vibe this Wednesday morning. Man. Oh,
2: very different!
3: More than a couple.
2: Uh, Pretty cool. So it doesn't say where in Ontario these break down to. I have mm-hmm. not checked my ticket yet. It's at home. I'm gonna have to uh, scramble to get my wife to check it.
3: I think Chels uh, checked ours. I don't believe we've. Uh, I don't believe we've won anything significant. So. No. No. Hey, okay. So I'll still be here.
2: I got to. Um I gotta check. Uh, I gotta check my physical ticket and my mm-hmm. wife's online one to see how the you know yeah, the contest wanna, is doing. I
3: would like a score update. Do you have your columns? Do you have these somewhere to keep track? Do I need to open up an Excel sheet for you guys?
2: Oh, we have a giant whiteboard at home. Yeah. Okay. Quite
3: obviously. Good. All right. Excellent.
2: You know, you always hear. There's some people that say, "Oh, they won," and they they keep it quiet, right? They're like, oh, "I don't want other people to know I've won." I big. totally
3: understand that. Yep.
2: I would like to think I would keep quiet but could, do you think I possibly could
3: <laughs> you yeah um, you know what this may surprise you yeah. yes yeah? I think you could keep quiet really I think you could keep quiet when it comes to uh, the, the matter of uh, funds. Think of, think of the think of the piranhas in your life. Think of the leeches yeah. that you have known in your life. That would try and scum up to you for some of that money.
2: Oh, it'd be gross. You're right. I
3: would take the secret to the grave if you won. You'd be the quietest rich man you ever heard. It'd be <laughs> the only thing you ever shut up about. Because <laughs> I know the people that would come reaching for a little help. Yep. I know who and I know when. So I'd keep it real quiet and I'd help you keep it quiet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I The problem would be, it's a good thing I don't have the ticket here. Because mm. if I scanned it and somehow right now, it was one of them, it
3: <laughs> announced it to the yeah, f- few folks who were listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just
2: boom. Uh. Yeah. You'd, that's all you'd hear. You'd hear, uh. You have to cut it from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so look at that. Yeah. Thirty. Somebody in Ontario, $35 mm-hmm. million. And you said 21 of the Max
3: Millions tickets were in Ontario that's as right. well. That's. That is more than zero, man. That is a number of tickets sold.
2: Twenty-two people in this province have become millionaires this morning.
3: (laughs) That's not bad, man. That's a pretty That's a that's a decent Wednesday.
2: That's that's a pretty pretty good
3: Wednesday. Wednesday. That's a better day than I'm having. (laughs) I couldn't even find the chips I wanted.
2: (laughs) Come on. Look, if you're listening to the show. And you are one of these people who won the million <laughs> or the 35. Please, for the love of God, can you just call up the Pringles factory and say, send me some chips?
3: Keep an eye out for your old pal, Carl.
2: <laughs> Get him to Carl. The guy needs them, <laughs> all right? Check those tickets. Let's see if we got somebody in hits nation as a big winner. You don't have to tell us. Or tell us and we'll keep it secret. We promise we won't be a leech. So, Brent Brown Show, text message. 40 max million uh, winners, eh? So, 40 people can now afford a down payment on a townhouse?
3: Just the uh, just the stinky one in Toronto that we talked about at the end of the show. The <laughs> yeah. one with the odor that would make viewings impossible. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's it, Yeah, it's funny. I, I did I was talking to somebody, I think it was last week, they're like, oh, I want a million. I'd be set for life. And I was like, I think that would run. You'd run out of that. You'd be set for a <laughs> yeah. bit.
3: You can knock out You can solve a lot of problems. Yeah, but it, and, and put a ton away.
2: But set for life, you would run out of that money quicker than You're you imagine. Still working. <laughs> You're Still working. But hey, somebody in Ontario, some one in BC, one in Ontario won the Lotto Max jackpot. They're going to split it. So if you haven't checked your ticket, I, I, get after it. I'm just saying, it's never been a better chance than now, right? If you haven't checked your ticket, be optimistic. Have a peek. Maybe. Yep. Uh, we got to get to open mic in a few minutes, so uh, we're going to take a break. If you do want to get some questions in, something for Carlos, something for myself, something for Hits Nation, uh, 977-977, and we'll get to open mic in about five minutes. Call me now.
1: Who is this? this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party
2: line. <laughs> 977-977. Contact show. You can call us to 905 9797 a couple of things really quickly. Number one, yeah, I just did that thing where I bit uh, my cheek as I was chewing. Oh, son of a bee. I literally turned around and punched the chair because I was so mad at myself.
3: I thought I heard the chair rattle. Oh, I thought I, you just did that thing where you got the arm of the chair stuck under the desk yeah. and then you moved off it. No. No,
2: I literally socked it. I was so mad. You dumb idiot. Like... <laughs> How long have you had this mouth and you Uh can't even use it properly? You moron.
3: And all over a rice cracker,
2: too. Yeah, right? Come on. I'm not even eating something that I really enjoy.
3: Not even something you get excited about.
2: Yeah, I'm eating rice cake and peanut butter and I chew my, just a big, dumb idiot. And I'm mad at myself. (laughs) Oh, my God. I like it. By the way, Tommy said uh, if you win a million, Mm -hmm. $50,000 over 20 years. said That's more than some people make.
3: It it totally is. And I'm not saying that you can't set yourself up and Mm -hmm. be really comfortable. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's a hang up your skates tomorrow kind of situation. Right. Like, you know, figure out, like figure out how to zero down all your, all your debts and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. See what you got left Mm -hmm. over, make it work for you. And yeah, for sure. You can set yourself up if you're really smart for it. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't march out just yet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would save that. I like I would what, save that.
2: I like a comrade. Jason said. He said, even if I won a jackpot, I wouldn't be quitting my job. I'd just oh, live right comfortably, yeah. no stress. Wouldn't worry about being fired. Vacation regular regularly. I think that's what I would do.
3: Every time you hear about uh, you know people who come across the big weddings and stuff like that, just don't make any wild changes in mm. those first like six months to a year. Right. I agree. Get set up. Get a financial manager, get everything where it needs to be, tie your loose ends, and then figure out what you want to do. Because especially when you win it young, like if you you and I won it, right? I'm 36. I don't know what I want to do in 10 years.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You know?
3: So just stay where you are for a little bit. Take a breath. Take a breather. Know that you're comfortable. Know that you're secure.
2: Oh, this is big breaking news, Guy in Burlington. Guys, I did it. I won two bucks. Huge. Get that financial advisor immediately, sir.
3: I got a question to start off There Okay, here. go. And it's a great question. And I know it's a great question because I actually woke up from my nap and emailed it to myself because it came to me oh, mid-sleep. Oh,
2: this is from you?
3: This is from me. If they made a Soper and brown happy meal, what would the toy be? <laughs> <laughs> well... Let's say there's a Soper and Brown Happy Meal, and you know there's multiple toys you can choose from, right? I have,
2: I have my answer, but you go first. So
3: if they're choosing, for example, the Mrs. Soper toy, I think it would be a dish towel that was meant to be soaked and throw at your sibling.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That would be her prize.
2: <laughs> no, the obvious answer here yeah. is the Soper and Brown line of weapons. <laughs>
3: Little tiny nunchucks. Little nunchucks, little sword,
2: little net gun, (laughs) little boomerang, little throwing star.
3: A very small oil painting kit.
2: Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's not bad.
3: (laughs) Mine would have to be something that no kid could possibly enjoy. Some kind of of detailed trivia game or something like that. Some kind of (laughs) flashcards. That's
2: what mine would be. (laughs) I think my favorite is the guy who just said, a mini megaphone. Yeah, now tiny... that's the idea, sir. <laughs> tiny megaphones.
3: Hey, yeah. Tim. Fo- like that. Sorry. Follow up on show themes. Very good. Yeah.
2: Ooh, a, a mini cheese grater. That's the one.
3: <laughs> a Sober and brown Happy Meal. Imagine the day.
2: <laughs> this text. I think it's got to be the drum roll dildo. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just batteries. Yeah. Oh, nice. Batteries. Cool. Yeah. Coffee mugs is a weapon of two. And coffee mugs could be a weapon. <laughs> yeah, little tiny mugs. Yeah, yeah. coffee mugs could absolutely yeah, be a I weapon. I like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, where I've got lost now. The, so many of these things came in. Where did the last one go? Um. We were just talking about them off air. Now I've lost them because Happy Meal stuff is coming in.
3: What were you looking for?
2: Where was the other one?
3: Is it the fart in the car one? Maybe. There was somebody who asked me... Uh, text came in here and said, "Carl, I'm trying to get into collecting sports cards. Uh, do you know any places to get them graded? And is it worth it? Um, getting stuff graded, I would say, is is worth it if you if you if you really think you have something good. If you think you've got something that's going to like be north of you know two hundred, three hundred dollars, then it might be worth sending it off to get graded because it's cost it's it's a little bit costly, right? It's probably." You know, I'd say like thirty to forty bucks to get something graded, and it takes a long time too. There's a huge backlog, so you're looking you at were, a six to eight month waiting
2: period. You were so into sports cards and trading stuff, but you've said was, the market yeah. has become insane.
3: It's so crazy that it's really, it's 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 impossible to keep up. Like it's it, you can't really find cards at most of your retailers, other than extremely low end stuff. Uh, the price for a box of cards that would have been 180 to 220 bucks a couple of years ago is like 350 to 380 bucks like the market has just gone absolutely crazy and uh, and become uh, a lot more popular and become kind of an investment tool for a lot of people which kind of sucks a bit of the fun out of it to be completely honest you know what Some, sometimes it's nice for your hobbies just to be your hobbies but there's too many people who are trying to make a living off of it now and it's just kind of I don't know. It's not as fun.
2: Last one here. Would you rather ride a mozzarella stick down a Mm -hmm. marinara river or a giant french fry down a gravy river?
1: Ooh. Wow. Oh, okay. Lot to process here.
2: I
3: think I'd rather be in the gravy river.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Because it's going to be a smooth river. The marinara river could be chunky. It could get knocked over by a meatball.
3: A little acidy. Right. Oh yeah. A little acidity. I yeah. think it's
2: a fact. There's other things in the marinara that could knock you off your your mozzarella stick. <laughs> it's Nothing's possible. knocking you off your fry.
3: Question for you. Yeah. When was the last time you had a uh, uh, like a cheese stick marinara?
2: Like a mozzarella a mo- stick. Like a
3: mozza stick. Yeah. Dude. It, like when was the last time? It's such a bar food thing, and you yeah. and I sat down at a bar, and I don't know how long. So, I I, I cannot right. think. I could I, probably air fry some. Maybe I should air fry some. That
2: sounds delightful. Hmm. Did we? But
3: when? It's been, I, I legitimately yeah, I, think it's been years.
2: I typically don't make them at home. I, I no. order them at a bar. Well, now I need a mozzarella stick. Whew. Boy, oh, boy. Now, I might ride the mozzarella stick now so I can eat, I can eat the stick as I'm riding. Just to, just to experience it. I'm eating the stick while I'm riding. <laughs> You're going to eat your raft? Swimming in (laughs) Marinara. Kids FM, headlines
1: with Shelby Knox.
2: All right, Shelby, before we get to the news, we need to ask you a question that came in during open mic. We'll flip it to make it about you. Tomorrow, being released at McDonald's, is the Shelby Knox Happy Meal.
4: Really? Yeah, it's it's being
2: released. Isn't that incredible?
4: Awesome. So, time coming.
2: What is the toy? That's going to accompany the the Shelby Knox Happy Meal. Now, before you answer, Carl, you told yeah, me off I, air you have an answer.
3: I think I know, and Shelby, I want you. To, you can count down with me, okay? I want together we're going to answer this on three because I think I know right. exactly what's going to come with your Happy Meal.
2: Ready? On
4: three or after three? One, two, uh, three. Answer. How about one, how about two, I count to
2: three and you sure. guys answer? Fine. <laughs> okay? Sober, you do it. One, two, three. Dice.
4: Dice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's the utility, and, the, and they're just so pretty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, I is enjoy. it a bunch of different, like colored dice, shaped dice? Because typically, the Happy Meals, you got to collect them all, right?
4: Yeah, you would get the full, you'd have to get the full set. You know, you got your D20 in there. You got to get your D8. (laughs) You get your little D4. Mm -hmm. caltrops.
2: Hey, don't make fun of the D4. All right, it works.
4: (laughs) There's nothing wrong with a D4. Just don't, you know, step That's what I keep
2: telling people. It's about how you wield it. (laughs) Um, Okay, Shelby, can you tell us a little bit about (laughs) the vaccine and the latest update?
4: Yes. So as of today, if you are living in a COVID-19 Delta variant Hotspot. So if you're in one of the places where the Delta variant of COVID-19 is spreading quickly, you will be able to book your second shot today for either Pfizer or Moderna at 8 o'clock if you got your first shot on or before May 30th. So that includes Toronto, Peel, Halton, Porcupine, Wellington, Dufferin, Guelph, Waterloo, and York. Also includes Hamilton, Simcoe, Muskoka, and Durham. But if you're in Niagara, we are not part of that list. So you're not able to book your second shot. When is that shot on or before May 30th?
2: When can the Niagara region residents go for it?
4: So we don't have that May 30th threshold yet. But next week, the province is going to open up the booking system for people who got their first dose on or after May 10th. All right. Yeah, and you can book it 28 days after your first dose. But that doesn't happen until next week. Today is just for the people in the Delta variant hotspots.
2: And speaking of second doses, Mm -hmm. Canadians have really ramped up and the numbers are actually pretty promising.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Some good news. Uh, We are now at 20 percent. So one in five Canadians have now been fully vaccinated against COVID-19, making some progress. It's good to see. We also heard from our top doctor here in Canada, Dr. Theresa Tam, who is saying that they are going to be putting out and she didn't really specify in what format this kind of guidance tool where you will be able to plug in the information for your specific area and see what is recommended for you and you'll be able to make your own judgment and this could really help to make it more clear for people as we're trying to navigate okay well some districts have this some regions have this stipulation what is best for me so this may end up being something like an app. And if it's something like an app that's easy to use, it could really help people. But if this is bungled, it's just going to add more confusion.
2: We talked earlier this morning mm-hmm. about one of the greatest Canadian betrayals uh, of all time as Celine Dion has come out and she's cheering for Vegas over her hometown Montreal Canadiens. Sheldon.
3: Got to protect that paycheck. Uh,
2: it's 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 a betrayal of epic proportion. You have another story about a beaver betraying Canada.
4: I do. Yes. So apparently there's this kind of like beaver passage, for lack of a better term, in Saskatoon, Mm -hmm. where a family of beavers are known to sort of make their way through. So a photographer decided, hey, we know this family of beavers and I want to get a really cute, iconic Canadian picture. So his name is Mike and Mike used two branches to put a Canadian flag over this beaver path. And he thought, cool, I'm going to get an awesome picture. There was this young beaver who they have named Spud. And (laughs) (laughs) she's called Spud because she's the cutest little potato in the pond. I thought it was like
2: Um, a and Tom Connors reference or something like that.
4: uh, Sure. No. Uh, But Spud actually took some interest in the flag. And the photographer was able to get this really cool picture of her standing up on her hind legs, sort of reaching toward the flag. And snap that photo, you think, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. And then things quickly turned sour as Spud ripped out the branches and stole the branch, flag attached, (laughs) and ran home to have a snack.
2: (laughs) The most Canadian or least Canadian beaver? I don't know. Is it a betrayal or is it so patriotic it needed the flag at its dam?
3: Yeah, I think it was trying to you know decorate its own space. Is yeah. that what it was going yeah. for? I think it's very patriotic.
4: That's it. It wasn't just after, you know, uh, some, some tasty treats. It no. was patriotic.
2: <laughs> Shelby, appreciate it as always. We're uh, looking forward to the release of the Shelby Knox Happy Meal. and We'll chat with you in about an hour, all right?
1: Cool. The Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM.
2: So one of my favorite things on the show here is to bring... A parenting situation to Carl Brown. Myself, I've got almost 10 years in the parent game. <laughs>
3: 10 years
2: That's in this right. game. That's right. <laughs> Carl Brown uh, currently sitting at zero.
3: Zero years.
2: As far as we know.
3: Tremendous, uh, tremendous buddy uncle presence, but uh, no, no <laughs> yeah. kids. No kids of my own.
2: No, that's true. My kids ask all the time, is Carl coming over today? hmm All the time. Oh, I'm great to have around. Yeah, because <laughs> when Carl comes over, <laughs> we're either going to watch wrestling mm-hmm. or, you know. Kids they are going to stay up late. Yeah, right? <laughs> so they associate it. They get to play with Carl. got that cute dog that he yeah. brings
3: with them. Oh, uh,
2: big time, right? They're, oh, yeah. They're big Carl fans. Big, big Carl fan household over there. How can you not soccer. be? Uh, so <laughs> last night. Yeah, as you know, you're in this world right now. We struggle yep. to find anything different to do with the kids to keep them from going nuts with the homeschooling and all that sure. kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, so it was like, I, know, I think it was like eight o'clock last night, and kids are bored. Wife and I are just kind of sitting there, and they had a lot of tablet time. So I'm like, I I'm, I'm you know, done with the tablet time. So mm-hmm. I just said, Hey, how about we all jump in the car? Let's go get some Frosties. Oh, hell yeah. And why don't we go for a walk along the canal in St. Catharines area? Like, Sounds we'll, good. We'll take the dog. We'll all get Frosties. Go for a walk. As you can imagine, household, totally in. Who's Who wouldn't be in for that? Everybody Frosties? at Camp
3: Soper loves the plan.
2: Big time. So they're pumped. Uh, kids are, they, they had been in the pool earlier, so they were in shorts and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And this is where you come in when it comes to judging me. All right. My wife goes, all right, kids, throw on some pants and a sweater. It's going to be cold. You you know, you're, you're eating ice cream. You're going to want, and they're like, no, we just want to go shorts. Uh, they, so now they go back and forth a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like, no, like this, and they're really big into right now, like, I know, like, this is my body. Okay. Like, I'm comfortable, and it's on me kind of a thing, right? Like, I am warm right now, and I'll deal with it, and my wife's like, I think you should put on pants, and then she comes over to me. Dad, what do you think? Mm -hmm. And now I have a moment, right? Right. Do I completely side with the wife? (laughs) Or do I decide to go the other way? Which side do you think I picked, Carl?
3: Do you side with the wife or do you go the other way? I mean, like it's laid out for them, right? We're going to get ice cream and we're taking an outdoor walk and it's 8 p.m. That's right. Yesterday was significantly cooler Mm -hmm. than it had been throughout the weekend.
2: I decided to go the other way, Carl. Did you really? I decided to go the other way. You want to know why? Because I looked...
3: Now, were you in full support or you just said, go ahead, make your choice?
2: I went the other way because I thought to myself, I think this is a teaching moment. And I said, (laughs) you know what? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know where we're going. You know what we're getting. Yep. If you think you're going to be fine in a t-shirt and shorts, yeah. be my guest. That's your call. But I will not be, we will be doing the walk no matter what. <laughs> I will not be bringing you a sweater to help you out. Right. You will have to walk in the freezing cold because you know your body better than we do.
3: Okay, so you Go. And So so, so the kids stick with it? They say, yeah, we're shorts, flip-flops, T-shirts, that's what we're doing.
2: That's right. So they go get the shoes on. My wife goes, I think it's a terrible idea. You know they're going to be cold. Yeah. And I said, I do know they're going to be cold. Mm -hmm. They're going to hate this. So two minutes in, they are going to know they're wrong. But I want them to feel that.
3: So you pack up the family sober. That's right. Grab the Frosties. Mm -hmm. Two chocolate, two vanilla. Head to the canal.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: And how they how they do how long they last
2: not even a minute yep. my daughter is shaking yep my son has two bites of his frosty and goes I can't eat this it's too cold my daughter stubborn much like her father and mother mm-hmm. decides to power through the ice cream only yep. making her much more cold mm-hmm. my wife and I are in pants and a sweater yep We must have looked like we were torturing these kids as we we walked by people. (laughs) These kids are just shaking in their boots. (laughs) I eat my Frosty. I then eat my son's frosty because he doesn't want any more. Of course. My daughter gets through about half of hers. Yep. Finally gives it up to me. I eat that frosty. Mm -hmm. And the whole time they're just like, I want to go home. Like, I don't want to do this walk anymore. All right, well, sorry, kids. We tried to tell you we're going to keep walking. I made them walk in the cold by the water (laughs) for like 15 minutes before we finally turned around and- and decided to make him come home.
3: Did, what was the, what was the lesson like, did they, did they come away being aware of the lesson or were they just upset at you and didn't get to finish their ice cream?
2: Oh yeah. No, they were upset and they yep. didn't now, they didn't admit mm-hmm. that they knew we were right. I have to just hope that in their head they went, Oh damn it. Next time they tell us that we're
3: paying. Well now you got to run it back. You got to run it back. Yeah. You got to find a day next week. Give them, give them a week mm-hmm. to digest this teaching moment mm-hmm. that you claim you've had. Because I, I, I like the idea, but unless the lesson sinks in, then this was just you eating three frosties <laughs> and dragging your kids around for a cold evening walk.
2: And it's a fair point.
3: So I would pick a day next week, you know, whatever it is, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, find a day, see if you can find a day that's a little bit similar yeah. in terms of temperature time as well and see what's up.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a what fair you got
3: to do. You got to run it back and you got to see who picked up the lesson.
2: That is a fair point.
3: Your skinny little family over there.
2: <laughs> yeah, they... Everybody they, freezing. There's not a lot of meat on those bones. No kidding. You should have seen them. I feel like people are looking at us going, what? That's the what
3: they hell? like when I come over. I look like a circus compared to you guys. We <laughs> fit the whole family soap inside one Carl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe. <laughs> right? Oh. Super and Brown Show at 777 7, Hits FM. It's split, well, somebody said good parenting, Matt. Another person here said 10 years of parenting. I think yeah. you got to put your foot down and make your kids wear a, wear a sweater. Yeah.
3: Somebody says, is this just a story about how many Frosties that Matt ate? Right yeah. now, yes, it is. It was three. If no, if, if no lesson is taken from it, then it's just a man who ate way too much ice cream. It's too much. And forced his family through a cold walk. That's it all it is.
2: Was, it was absolutely too much ice cream. <laughs> but yeah, again, as for the person who said, put your foot down, and make him wear the sweater. I, yeah. I which, It's one way to go, absolutely. Sure. But I really felt like it was one of those things where I was like, no, I want this to stick into your head, yeah. and I want you to realize that I'm not just... Talking out my ass. I mean, I do mm-hmm. usually most yeah, days. Yeah, of course. Well, for that's a living. for
3: work. That's for work. Yeah. yeah.
2: But, you know, I want you to realize that I'm not just doing it because I am the parent.
3: It's not that I desperately need you to put on sweatpants yeah. and a sweater. Like, it's not like it satisfies me in any way. I'm just trying to make sure that you're warm enough to complete what we're about to go do.
2: That's what that's I was it. getting at. I didn't, yeah. you know, I, I thought you can look at it as I'm being the parent and just put my foot down. Or next time you can go, oh, dad was telling me because he just knows that that's the smart move. Yeah, I'm not doing it just because I'm the dad. I'm doing it well. Multiple yeah. reasons, right? So, yes, yes, yes. Anyways, three Frosties is too many Frosties. That's also the it's lesson. Too much here. for a man to eat. That was my lesson to take away from it. We'll see if you learn as well. <laughs> Anybody Frosties? Okay, we got to take a break. Uh, the machine just around the corner. Now, a few more horns. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about those chips. Mm-hmm. Somebody did drop down a question for you. Okay. Non wrestling related.
3: Oh, non-wrestling related,
2: Non-wrestling related, so we're going to get to of,
3: that. Speaking of wrestling related, yeah. we actually uh, we dropped off a Soper and Brown mug to uh, Canadian Yeti, our friend on the machine there, who went uh, 0 for 10 trying to stump me in trivia. Now,
2: hold tight on that, because yeah. there's something that happened in the parking lot
4: that was <laughs> during, mind-blowing. During the exchange?
2: It was mind-blowing. All right. Let's discuss in six minutes. 905-682-9797. Give that machine a call anytime. Um, you know what? This is right on brand for what we've been talking about the last two days. Let's start okay. with this.
1: Hi, this is I've been looking for those chips you've been talking about. If I find them, you have to tell me how to get them to you. I will get you two packages. One
2: for you, Carl, and one for you, Matt. <laughs> I was waiting for like a nine joke uh, in thanks, there. Thanks, I thought that's what I was waiting for. So thanks, Arnie.
3: You've got a bunch of people on, on the on the Chipper grade. And, so I now. said it's 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 the Carl Brown Chipper grade. It's the uh, the CBC and uh, everybody's out looking for them. I got a buddy in the text box here. It says Carl just ordered five cases of the spicy chicken sandwich Pringles for my grocery store. Should be arriving Friday. Hell yeah! If I don't get shorted, I'll let you know. Well, we've... Here we go. The People Soper on the case.
2: Soper and Brown Bump is powerful. So mm-hmm. if you... Too the, powerful.
3: They're already cleared the gone. Sh- cleared the shelves yesterday. Every store. Had to be our doing.
2: Oh, this is without a doubt. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, I'm telling you, as soon as somebody tells you they're on the shelf, you need to drop mm-hmm. everything you're doing mm-hmm. and make that happen. But Arnie, mm-hmm. by all means, if you get a couple... Keep Let us know. I, I did say the first like three people who can make this happen, we've got mugs. I can't <laughs> promise everybody a mug. Can't
3: wait to open these and then not like them and have like four <laughs> tubes that I have to get through. First oh, chip. Oh, man.
2: Oh, this is oh, terrible. Very,
3: very bad. Oh, boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's get to this. Good morning, boys. Just sitting morning. here in my office. Thought I'd give you a nice phone call and a horn this morning here on the construction site. Got to give you a hell yeah, brother. I might get in
2: trouble for that. <laughs> Is that an air horn that oh, just got there? I, I was wondering that. It sounded like an air horn, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely
3: an air horn. Yeah, yeah. Well, right on.
2: We appreciate it there, Uncle Daddy. And,
3: and a hell yeah to you, good brother. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, before we get to the big Yeti story, or Canadian mm. Yeti story, right? Uh, somebody wanted to ask you a question, Carl. Okay. Let me start by hitting. Oh,
1: okay. That's to process here.
0: A lot. Hey, Carl. Pretty good at trivia. Well, mm-hmm. Let's just find out. Uh, you know the answer to this question eating a steak the other night on the barbecue Mm -hmm. and fries and whatever else they would the next night I ended up having two burger patties on a
2: bun with fries and I don't remember Friday night supper yet I don't know if I didn't have any anyway my question how come I eat before I get stoned but then I have to have something after I get stoned why do I get the munchies if I'm already full you know I'm starting to put on some weight man in the summertime, you're in the beach pond, you know, and just trying to get that body like that, you know, but can, can
4: you explain that for me? <laughs> well,
2: science, why, Carl.
3: Why he gets hungry when stoned?
2: Uh, he, just, he's, he eats dinner, gets stoned, and he's immediately hungry. Why is that, Dr. Get, Carl?
3: Can we hit the, uh, do we hit the intro?
2: Oh, oh I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> do, you oh have my it, God. do you have it at hand? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Crap, I wasn't prepared for this. I'll
3: give you 10 seconds. Okay. Nine, eight. Seven, six, five, four, three, oh two, God. one. No, I can't find it. Ah, I'm gonna have to go into a free. Damn it! Um, why can't so you find it? There is something in cannabis that basically flips the receptors in your brain, and it makes you it makes you hungry. That's why so many people who are going through like chemo treatments, who have issues with. Um, with nausea get uh, get cannabis um you know given to them or um as or prescribed to them i should say that's what i was looking for but yeah so it it kind of turns off the thing that in your brain that tells you you're full it turns it off so that's why you kind of got to be careful or try and limit your snacks or portion them a little bit because yeah it's pretty easy to like eat a full meal and then kind of go off the rails post meal as well mm. it can happen i've seen it happen it's happened to me
2: I found it.
1: Carl Brown, the science guy! Carl Brown, the science guy! Carl
2: Brown,
1: the science guy! It's the, uh,
2: It was further.
3: Receptors in your brain.
2: Yeah. It was further back in my playlist than I thought it was.
3: <laughs> I like that you still rolled with it. Though. Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? Anytime you get to play that,
2: I'm gonna let it finish too. <laughs> Maybe the greatest thing that's ever been Anytime Any
3: time I drop so. a science fact, that's yeah. got to be in there. 1,000%. Yeah. Like it.
2: All right, Road Trip Guy wanted to chime in really quick. Hey, boys. Road Trip Guy here. Or, I guess you could call me Abbotsford Guy. My family's in Ontario, but I moved out here for
0: a year at least for school. But uh, that was the plan. But I think I'm in love with these mountains.
2: those BC
3: mountains are nice you can fall in love with them man I think he's going to the University of the Fraser Valley in uh, in Abbotsford I got a text from a little while ago so shout out to you uh, newly Abbotsford man it's again where I was uh, applying (laughs) my trade before I moved here uh, check out Old Yale Brewing in Chilliwack, your neighboring city there. Oh, it's a really? good craft brewery that I worked for as well. And watch out for the heat wave this weekend. About 36 degrees in Abbotsford on Saturday, according to uh, some friends and family really? back in B.C. Yeah, heat wave coming for the Lower Mainland. So be prepared there, Pacific Northwest.
2: Oh, oh uh, speaking of um, trivia. I'll the, the weather
3: guy there for a minute.
2: Yeah, really. Speaking of uh, trivia, I forgot to mention uh, Canadian Yeti you stopped in. That's right. Yesterday. So yes. this is the guy who's been dropping wrestling trivia for Carl. He went 0 for 10. Uh, Stop by. We decided to give him a mug anyways.
3: Oh, it was great content he provided. He was digging deep. Yeah.
2: And so we, we met him. We're chatting in the parking lot. And he wanted to throw mm-hmm. a live <laughs> trivia question at yeah. Carl. Yes. What happened, Carl?
3: Well, you tell him what happened.
2: Carl Brown. <laughs> Absolutely decimated this guy. <laughs> Got it correct. Yeah, and I wish I was filming it so you could have seen the look on his face.
3: The uh, exit velocity oh. on the ball as it went over the fence was. Uh, oh, dude, it, you crushed a home run. Vladdy Guerrero Jr. levels of uh, of dinger there. It was yeah. He dropped a little. Uh, he dropped a question on me, and you know, delivering live in person like that, so you can see. You know, hands free. There's no, there's no Googling. There's no, no devices involved. He dropped one, and I smoked it right over the fence. And I was just, uh, and nothing, nothing better than you know, than delivering on expectations, right?
2: You ever, for for myself, I get to see this in action all the time. I sure. know what this is. I know there's no cheating involved. I know it's yeah. he's just a gross, sick man. <laughs> I know this about
3: girl. But, yeah, but so, to do it in person and deliver like that is, is fun.
2: When I get to see somebody else's reaction, yeah, it's it's like I have this, like, Bengal tiger in a cage, <laughs> and then I get to unleash it and show people that, oh, no, it's I've tamed a tiger. Like, look, he's yeah. back, and you can pet the tiger.
3: It was great, too. It was like hands on hips, like, look at the uh, ground, shake
2: your head. Then, oh, man. Okay, two more. We got this one. Yeah, this message
0: is for Karen Kate Karenson. It's Jacob J. Jacobson. I hope you like this. <laughs> If you like my horn, you're going to love my trombone. Call me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. That oh. was quite the horn. Quite what? the blast. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, Karen. The horns are here to stay. We're going to finish with this. I live in
0: Joey, 543. Big clip it.
2: I was excited to find out what it was, Carl.
3: 543? Ah, so it's just guys slamming each other.
2: Yeah. Yeah, That's that's the gist of it. <laughs> The Adam and Joey Show, (laughs) 3 to 7, Monday to Friday, 97.7, Hits FM.
1: The Sober and Brown Show on 97.7, Hits FM.
3: Uh, Really great text to the inbox here. Which one? uh, From a listener. He said, uh, a guy on the other station is bugging me. Are you guys acting relatively sophisticated today?
2: (laughs) Hold on one second. Let me check. (laughs) Aggressively
3: penis. Oh, Absolutely not. Sorry. I'm begging we were, you to come inside. We but, were going to do a break I mean, here about toilet paper, but we're short on time, so we're going to move that, yes. so hang, hang tight with us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention, by the way, yeah. Canadian Yeti that showed up. Or He
3: brought he brought you a little gift. Yes. So, oh, I shouldn't say little.
2: <laughs> no. So <laughs> Obviously, I've mentioned on the show many times, I'm a little ranch boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, ranches. Real ranch,
3: real ranch pig.
2: It's the greatest condiment of all time. Ugh. Uh, if I've said it before, somebody asked if you could only choose one condiment, I would choose Mm -hmm. that chicken nuggets dipped in ranch. Oh my God. Such a low key, fantastic meal. (laughs) You had a ranch
3: fountain at your wedding, didn't you?
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Actually three of them. (laughs) Um, so he's like, he, he, all of a sudden he's like, Oh, by the way, Matt, I brought you a gift. He reaches in the back seat and he pulls out a hidden Valley ranch bottle,
3: but not like just any hidden Valley ranch bottle. Like some kind of like perverse Costco-sized, like three-liter yeah. jug of Hidden Valley Ranch. Like I could never find a way to use this much ranch.
2: I don't even know how I'm gonna do it. And you're gonna be washing the kids' hair with it. <laughs> it is huge. Best part is, I got home yesterday. I put it in the fridge, and I completely forgot to tell my wife about it. Mm-hmm. I just got this text from her. Why do we have the world's largest, in all caps, Hidden Valley Ranch <laughs> bottle in our fridge? It's true. It's absolutely true. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you about that. Uh, somebody brought that for me. Hey,
3: it's uh, it's, a, it's for work.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, just a regular yeah,
3: day. It's a thing I do for work. Oops. Have you ever have
2: you had chicken nuggets in ranch?
3: Yeah, of course I dip nuggets in ranch, man. It's delightful. But you, you have to have some franks or something in there to mix it up. You can't just go straight.
2: Oh, franks with the ranch is yeah. real good.
3: Yeah, that's real good. Like, I can handle that, but just straight
2: ranch. You nah. ever put ranch just on rice? No. Yeah, that's no. really good, too. Man, a lot. Not too much. You have to have just like a little bit. <laughs> like you put some ranch in the rice, you mix it up, and then you dip tortilla chips in it. It's like a poor man's kind of dip.
3: What do you do for fun? I often wonder. I don't get to see you anymore socially. You know, ranch and rice and chips and stuff. It's a weird making time. Making the kids go out in their shorts in the freezing cold, <laughs> eating three ice creams. Pa-
2: you see the picture you're painting here? You think you've had a tough pandemic. we are going to
3: get together at some point.
2: You think you've had a tough We're pandemic. We going to hang
3: out more than the six minutes on the way to work each morning. Shelby Knox.
2: Just found out off air that Shelby is also not a ketchup fan. And, well, Shelby, I've never loved you more, so...
4: Oh. Gosh, that's that's only gonna spur the room. Oh damn it, you're right. <laughs> right. Ah, okay. damn it. Nah, um I think I'll bed. eat it. Like I'll have the, um, it once but I don't keep it in the house.
3: Have you guys had the obviously Matt you haven't. Shelby have you have the sugar free ketchup? No. That's the only way that we buy it now. We buy the sugar free stuff and it's not it gets rid of that sweetness, but you still get the bit of the bit of tart. It's it's good. It's the it's the only route we'll go. It's quite good.
4: Alright. I just, I don't keep, I don't keep many condiments here. In fact, I have to do really? like a yearly purge where I have to go through the fridge and I'll just find unopened condiments that have expired because oh, I no. don't touch them. Oh yeah. yeah it's our, a regular occurrence.
2: Our fridge is like 70% condiments that we've just like accumulated and for some reason went, oh, that, you know, jerk chicken sauce. We're going to keep that there because we'll probably end up using it at some point. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Folks may remember million. from the, uh, from the Hits Cribs tours, my fridge is 90% open space. <laughs>
3: It's very Spartan, very Spartan
2: phrase. Very Spartan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Latest vaccine update, uh, Shelby, what do we need to know?
4: Yeah, so if you live in a Delta variant hotspot, you will be able to start booking your second COVID-19 dose in four minutes from now. So these spots include Toronto, Peel, Halton, Porcupine, Wellington, Dufferin, Guelph, Waterloo, and York Hamilton, Simcoe, Muskoka, and Durham. And if you live in one of those spots and you got your first shot on or before May 30th, you can book your second dose at 8 o'clock this morning. However, I didn't mention Niagara. It is not part of that list. You won't be able to book one in the Niagara region today. Next week, though, the eligibility increases again so that anybody anywhere in the province who got their first dose on or after May 10th will be able to book their second appointment 28 days after their first shot. Uh,
2: you were telling us this, this off-air, just the headline of the story. I'm not even 100% sure how this works, but there is an art gallery that is trying to fight off people touching their statues in a very interesting way.
4: Oh, no, it actually has nothing to do with people touching the statues. Oh, it doesn't, okay. they clean the statues ah. uh, with flesh-eating bacteria because some of the statues are full of corpses.
3: Oh. So- Sorry, full- What? The statues themselves?
4: Yeah. Are full of corpses? Yeah. Yeah. Some of the statues are, uh, they're statues that were put in tombs and things like that. So they're basically the bodies inside (laughs) of. Oh. Casings, right? Wh-
3: where, where, Where is this and who's doing this?
4: <laughs> this is in Italy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so in Italy, they discovered that some of the bodies, in particular some of the statues in the Medici Chapel, had started to, for lack of a better word, leak. They were looking a little dirtier than normal, and it's because oh. the bodily fluids were leaking from improperly embalmed corpses. Mm, and some gross. of the bodily fluids had not just landed on the statues, the entombing statues, but also on other statues that were within these burial sites. And to preserve them and clean them up, scientists are now releasing flesh-eating bacteria, a very specific kind of it, so it doesn't also pick away at the marble, to go in and clean up all that human gunk and restore the statues.
2: I thought this was like, uh, hey, people are touching the statues, so we're going to stop it by making you... Burn your hand off. If, uh,
4: <laughs> no, no this, is, this is dead bodies. Dead bodies and statues that are leaking and need to be cleaned.
3: Hmm. All right. Human Gunk is the first album from which band? Number between 1 and 119, please. Shelby?
4: Uh, I always want to say 74. Let's go uh, 27. 27.
3: Number 27, Human Gunk, the first album from Sticky Accusations.
4: (laughs) Actually, kind of works.
3: Tremendous. That works great.
2: (laughs) That works. Yeah, that works. Speaking of bands, uh, Metallica, uh, they've got a reissue coming out.
4: Yes. So they're going to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Black Album with a tribute from 53 different artists putting their own spin to the music. So if you pre-order the Metallica Blacklist album, you'll get two tracks. One of it is a version of Nothing Else Matters. On it, you've got Miley Cyrus, Elton John, Yo-Yo Ma, Hmm. Chad Smith, and you can also get Enter Sandman, that's done by a Colombian superstar uh, called Juanes.
2: I actually love this idea.
4: Yeah. And proceeds are going to charity.
2: Oh, it's even cooler. If you're going to do a
3: reissue of an album like that, which, I mean, almost everyone, it's one of those, like, if you're flipping through your old CDs, there's a copy of the Black Album in there. Everybody's got to copy of the Black Album. So you got to do something to make the reissue stand out a little bit. So, yeah, kind of a kind of a cool way to approach it.
2: And have you heard some of the covers that Miley Cyrus does?
4: Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: She is incredible. Like her cover of Jolene is great. Uh, she has the one of Heart of Glass, uh, Zombie. Like, she's got a really, like, a really eclectic voice and i can Mm -hmm. see this being killer actually
4: oh yeah first like if you haven't paid attention to her since she got out of the squeaky clean yeah like her voice is if you
3: tune if you tuned out at party in the usa and why would you (laughs) it's it's been interesting since
2: (laughs) shelby appreciate it as always have a great rest of your wednesday we'll chat tomorrow all right
4: cool you too
1: the silver and brown show 97.7
2: hits fm Somebody just actually sent me the link as uh, Shelby was talking about the uh, Blacklist album.
3: Yeah, the uh, the reissue from mm-hmm. uh, from Metallica of the Black album with a bunch of different artists mixed in and uh, and something uh, a cool charity angle on the side as well.
2: Yeah, and uh, it's a bunch of different uh, covers of it, and one of them has already been released is Elton John, Yo Yo Ma, Chad Smith of the mm-hmm. Chili Peppers. Yeah. And Miley Cyrus is singing on it, <laughs> and, and as as you were saying and Shelby was saying, if you if you only look at her as like the Disney kind of pop yeah. star, yeah. she's definitely changed over the years, of course. And she's got some People incredible covers
3: on YouTube. People tend to grow up,
2: yeah. Some if you haven't heard her her cover of Jolene, uh, the Dolly Parton song, that's great. She has a really cool one of Zombie Heart of Glass. Uh, This is the start of it here. I just grabbed it, so them doing nothing else matters. I'll skip forward a little bit so we can get some of it. it Sounds great.
3: Yeah, it's not bad, man.
2: One more piece. On. As you kind of said, That's yeah, neat. everybody's heard the album, or you know, that the, yeah. that Metallic album, right? We've heard it. We've heard every yeah. song oh, from it over and over again. Put <laughs> a different spin on it. I'm interested.
3: Yeah, right? why not, man?
2: Just, just reissuing the album. Which I'm sure they've oh, yeah. like probably I mean,
3: already done. How, how many how many rough cuts of you know wherever I may roam do you need to hear? Yeah, I like the idea of having some uh, different artists kind of reimagine some of the stuff and
2: that's what I'm put at. some
3: put some Metallica treats in there too. And you've got yourself a package that's uh, probably pretty appealing for some folks.
2: It, it, well, it's something that I will actually get if, if they were just reissuing it. I'm probably not getting it.
3: It's the black album. I've yeah. heard it's sad but true.
2: Yeah. It's this, though, oh, now I'm interested, now I'm on board. So yeah if you do want to see it, they did a little video of it, too. It's over uh, on YouTube. I think that's cool stuff. I like it. Uh, okay. Carl Brown, mm-hmm. you want to talk about wedding crashing in a few minutes?
3: <laughs> There's a story that I saw this morning about a, about a wedding being crashed and some consequences for that. And it reminded me of a story, and I'm not sure if you remember this, but you were there. You were involved. And uh, I want to regale you
1: with it in just a moment. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7
2: Hits FM. Text message came in and said, I almost feel weird about being a Miley Cyrus fan. <laughs> no, man.
3: Man, people can grow and release good music, and their styles can change, yeah. and your opinions of what you enjoy from them can also change over time. I'm a, it fan, happens.
2: Of, I'm a fan of good music.
3: I'm a fan of evolution.
2: Yeah, true. Bring, bring uh, me some good music, and uh, I'm on board. <laughs>
3: This story I saw this morning, and I thought maybe worthy of Dink of the Day, but you said, no, no, let's stash this for later. And I'm glad you did, because I wasn't even thinking about a bit of a personal angle that, uh, that ties in here. So let me steer the bus for a minute. I'm going to take us to Mansfield, Ohio, where a, pet, a pair of wedding crashers recently jumped into a wedding party. Anybody seen the film? Right? Wedding crashes? Yes. Seems fun.
2: I, it, was... it does, and some funny consequences.
3: This was less so. Oh. Uh, a bride and groom had just tied the knot at the Richland County Fairgrounds, also the host of many a wrestling event over the year.
2: Uh, <laughs> you would.
3: <laughs> when uh, two men, William Beeson and Justin Crammel, ventured into their wedding reception and started drinking their beer. Uh, the groom confronted the two men and said, Jim, Please leave the party. It's a closed event. And they attacked him. They attacked the groom for asking him to leave said wedding. Uh, Very quickly, several other guests joined the brawl and absolutely pummeled the two wedding crashers. Uh, Beeson suffered a black eye and injuries to the face while Justin Crowell got bottled. (laughs) They were charged with theft, trespassing, and disorderly conduct. You crashed a wedding, you stole their liquor, you got your asses kicked, and you're the ones who got charged with theft, (sighs) trespassing, and Uh, disorderly conduct.
2: Everybody at the wedding after, did they go, sons and four, after it happened? Did you
3: not come in with the venture capitalist from New Hampshire story or something? (laughs) You just went straight to the bar and assaulted the groom? Where's the smooth moves there?
2: Yeah, it's not quite, so it wasn't quite like the movie you're saying.
3: It it wasn't exactly like the film. (laughs) Unless it was just the football scene where they get their asses kicked. So this made me think back, and uh, you can enter the time machine with me to October of 2014. Oh, okay. And uh, I myself was getting married at a you know, a, a, a fairly uh, public venue, a little community hall in, in Langley, B.C. You were there I was. along with me at the Fernridge Hall. That's
2: right. Great time, and great night. It's a beautiful setup.
3: Not a huge wedding, but it, it's in a spot where it's as close to it's kind of a high traffic area. There's there's people that wandered in. Some of them knew us, some of them didn't. Um, at one point later in the night, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember there was like two random dudes who tried to just come into the wedding? Mm. They tried to like join the party.
2: No, I do not. Somebody tried to crash your wedding. I do so, not remember that. This is
3: later in the night. And there were a couple of dudes who just walked in. And was I done I,
2: my duties all? At I this think point? you
3: were you were done your MC duties. I think at this point, but eyes I kind of spotted them because I was you know I had my eyes on the front door from where I was sitting or where I was positioned for the night. And I got my uh, my parents' neighbor uh, Bill. And I said, "Can you go ask those guys to leave, please? Because they're you know they're in a, this is a private function." Mm-hmm. So he asked these guys to leave, and they kind of give him a bit of gruff, and they do leave. But then they drove past the venue a couple more times, and I remember uh, Bill and my dad are so pumped up. They they, <laughs> they, come, they come back to me and pull me aside, and I'm like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" He goes, "Okay, look, these two guys. They, they, we asked them to leave. They left. They look like they're going to come back. And here's what we're going to do if they come back: We're going to invite them in. We're going to give them a beer. We're going to sit them down. Maybe even give them a little plate of food. Sit them down, and then we're going to lock the doors, and we're going to beat the piss out of these
4: guys." <laughs>
3: These two old dudes were so ready to rumble. They were, like, salivating at the thought of inviting these dudes back in on second round, going, oh, know, yeah, we reconsider, come on in, oh and then, like, barring the doors UFC style and just haven't had these two dudes <laughs> they were so like I, I could see the disappointment later in the night when they didn't come back i remember bill coming to me later in the night. And i goes, like, i guess i scared him off the first time <laughs> they were legitimately disappointed that they could not get into a real decent brawl at the wedding
2: was your uh is your neighbor a scrapper do you think he
3: classic small dog syndrome
2: oh okay just
3: like a you know, wiry like five five dude okay. who's just got that like Crazy old man grip strength and a yeah. aggressive streak in him.
2: Oh, so they would have beat up, beat the pulp out of him.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they were looking, they were looking for action.
2: <laughs> I do not remember this yeah. even it's, in the slightest. It
3: was a whole thing. They were so pumped. They had this great plan they were going to hatch of locking these dudes in, just kicking the crap out of them. <laughs> Didn't happen. Too bad.
2: But it did happen in Ohio.
1: It did happen right there in Mansfield, Ohio.
2: The Silver and
1: Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM.
2: I'm laughing to myself off air here. I do not mm-hmm. remember there almost being a brawl at your wedding. That is so funny to me.
1: Yeah, it was,
3: it was the rumor of a brawl, really. It was just yeah. two old guys who were real excited to... Fight somebody? <laughs> what, ...what their hope was. I mean, so there were some rowdy boys at that wedding. It, it wouldn't have gone too well... Oh, for the, absolutely. For, the, ...for said crashers, but... Uh, no, definitely yeah. not. Well, there was there there was rumor abound. <laughs> A little aggression in the air.
2: <laughs> this, I rarely do I get to see Scott, your, your yeah. dad, excited. Yeah. But I can absolutely picture him being excited <laughs> he, about. It. He's rubbing his hands together, like ready for action. He's ready to go. <laughs> it's like <laughs> this is the his, happiest day of my life. Oh, because your son's yeah. getting married? No. 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 I'm fight somebody in a <laughs> I, I, barn. You're gonna fight these strangers.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Classic, <laughs> self Langley street fight.
2: <laughs> Honestly, yeah.
1: He
3: put he'll put his coors light down for that. <laughs>
2: I did uh, receive an email here. I, I'll say, I don't know if they want their name used, so I'm just going to say Scott. Or We'll call him Scotty is what we can do. Sure. Yeah. Although, actually, wait, that's your dad's name. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> just using that. <laughs> right back to the well, eh? <laughs> Fine. Scotty it is. That's the one. Whatever. Uh, he said, hey, boys, speaking of wedding crashing, mm-hmm. um, I need to know if I'm, if I'm the jerk here. You know what? Actually, let's make this a new segment, right. and we'll call it, Am I a dick? Okay. Decided to crash a wedding one summer. Seemed like a fun time. Mm-hmm. Had something nice on, so I walked in, pretended like I knew the place, pretended like I knew mm-hmm. people. It was an awesome time. Yep. It was an open bar, mm-hmm. big wedding, so I thought I could blend in. At some point in the ceremony, I slept with the bride. Hold on. Does that make me a jerk?
3: In the ceremony. It's like over the course of the night? I like, guess so. Yeah, absolutely it does. How does it not? Yeah. I mean, where's the other side of the argument?
2: I I think he's trying to like act like he was a big man, like, look at that, like I pulled the bride. No, you're you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you even there? Don't hey, go into other people's parties. Oh, well, yeah, and but even if you do, can you act low key a little bit? Come on. I pulled the bride. Come on.
3: Proof. <laughs> I want a burden of proof put on this man. Well, this is why I just, this is why I tried you're to give send, him a fake name. You're, yeah, you're sending bold emails, sir. That's a bold claim.
2: This is exactly why I didn't want to use his name.
3: Lock the doors. Bring him in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go. Actually, that's the one time your dad may show up to visit you. Yeah, he might.
1: I got a guy. I'm locking Come on the out. doors. Come on out. The Sober and Brown Show.
2: You know, exactly 0% of people believe that guy's email that came in of banging the bride at a wedding crashing completely, situation.
1: Completely 0%. It,
2: and I'll tell you, his name is Evan, by the way. Evan, nobody's buying your store. No.
3: <laughs> no one is buying this, dude. <laughs> Not a
2: chance. I, I will say this, though. If that scenario played out, yeah, yeah, you're a dick. Sure. There's no even any need to ask it.
3: I walked in, and look, it was just clear. I was the coolest guy in the room, and... uh <laughs> Uh, the the groom actually he actually stepped down asked me to step into his place and uh, I married his wife right there. <laughs> it was just uh, it was obvious to everyone, and uh, then I went home with her mom as well. Actually, that's right. And uh won the lotto the same night, and then I bench pressed the building. Um, <laughs> bench pressed the- I'm eight feet tall, uh, 350 pounds, made of solid gold, and uh, that's my story. Just what do you do?
2: What do you What do you drive, sir?
3: Everything.
2: Everything. <laughs>
3: I have every car I ever, man, ever imagined. <laughs> I'm actually the other guy on the rocket with Jeff Bezos. We're going to space together.
1: Sober and Brown on 97.7. Now, now it's time, it's time for Carl versus the world on 97.7. It's FFM. It's FFM.
2: All right, Carl Brown. We got hundred dollars worth of vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw, which is going to be taking place tonight. Do another round of impress the Brown. Three people sitting on hold here. Okay. Uh, we got an impression, a story, and a fact for you today.
3: An impression, a story, and a fact. Okay.
2: I actually don't remember though who's, who's on who? hold. Where? Great. We got Jerry Angelo and Jesse. So. Okay. We're just gonna. Going to pick them up randomly and see what they got lined up for us. All right. Let's see, man. Again, as these people are sitting on hold waiting, we are going to be going live. So make sure you yes. act appropriately. All yeah. right. <laughs> um, let's start with, I believe, I'm, I mean, this might be, is this Angelo? Hello. Angelo? Yes, it is. All right. There we go. Angelo, how you doing today, buddy? Good. You? you? Good, good, man. So, uh, Angelo and St. Catharines, take it away yep. and impress the Brown. All
0: so this, this is a story that goes back uh, quite a few years. Uh, okay. There was a baseball tournament in, at Oaks Park in Niagara Falls right. with uh, NHL alumni. Uh, quite a few players were there, uh, and I ended up getting tickets with a buddy of mine, went to the park, watched the game. And then later on, they had a big party at uh, a hotel in the falls, right beside okay. where the, uh, the, the old casino is. And actually, the old casino used to be called Maple Leaf Village, so it was a kind of an amusement park with big Ferris wheel and whatnot. Anyways, we we're at the uh, my buddy and I were at this party and we we're you know getting pretty well hammered, and uh, we're on the lobby. We're about to leave, and at the top of the escalator was this one guy, Dave Semenko. Of course, if you guys yeah. remember Semenko. He was called Cementhead. He
3: was Cementhead. He was uh, Wayne Gretzky's bodyguard basically yep. in Edmonton yeah. for a number of years. Yep, I know yeah. who he is.
0: So anyways, me being, you know, cocky and whatever else, I'm at the bottom and pretty well drunk, and I look up and I see him and I said, Hey, cement head. And he comes tearing down the escalator. I bolt <laughs> out of the out of the hotel, running through the parking lot screaming for my life. I go to Meekly Village and there's a big it's a big fence that goes around the whole park. I somehow skinnyed my way through the gates the other side and here he is. You know, it, it, 10 feet tall is what he looked like to me back then. Yeah. Holding on to the gate, screaming, Come here, you little bastard. I'm
1: going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Come here. You know?
0: And my poor friend, who I, I don't know what he did, he, I think he scaled the fence because he couldn't fit through. But I was like this six foot tall, 100 pound kid. Yeah. Ran through, me straight through this thing. And I'll hold it on, look back, and I could see this raging bull. So did, did he get you? you? Know? No, he didn't get me.
3: <laughs> I, I ran like hell.
0: I got out of there. <laughs>
3: That's well, not bad, oh, Angelo. The time know. you ran from Dave Semenko. Is, yeah, and you know yeah, what? Put him on hold I, there. You know what? Good to know you're, uh, he knew his spot. Yeah, that's true. Some guys would yell and stand at the bottom of the stairs and wait for him. Was, uh, Angelo made the right move there, I think.
2: Got okay. to get, get, get there quicker, though. Shorten the story next time. Hmm. Um, Jerry, I believe I believe this is Jerry and Thorold? Yeah, Jer- Jerry and Thorold. Jerry, all right, man. Take it away and press the brown. How
0: you doing? Good, man. You? Hi, boys. This is Bobbles from Sunnyvale Trailer Park here. Oh, hey, Bubs. Uh,
2: it's so good to be on your fucking art. Oh God, Whoa. you just
3: Jerry. That was a good impression too, but you I blew br- it.
2: I know. I brought. I took him down. Yeah, I know. Yeah, see, that's the hard thing about that impression is it was actually
3: know- started off great, but sorry, Jerry.
2: You need you need something like that in there, but you gotta continue.
3: That's why you gotta leave it on the machine. Sorry,
2: Jerry. All right, he's gone. <laughs> Next, <laughs> um, Jesse in Smithville. Jesse, how you doing?
4: I'm good, how are you?
2: Very well. This is good now. You're down to a 50-50 shot. So what do you have for Carl? You have a fun fact, right? I do. Okay, take it away. So,
1: did you know that when the Dutch captured New York in the 1600s, it was renamed to New Orange? Um, The following year, they changed it back to New York, but oranges actually aren't naturally occurring fruits; They are crosses between tangerines and pomelos.
3: Jesse, I did not know that. I'm not even sure that I knew that the Dutch took over New York briefly.
1: They did? They
3: did in the 1600s. 1600s. Hmm. All right. Very interesting. Okay. Jesse, Jesse. yeah, let's put her on hold.
2: You know, I I feel the Bubbles guy really screwed himself because I think he could have had this.
3: He might have had this today, although I do appreciate the New York facts. That is some stuff I did not know. The Semenko story was good. A little long-winded. I think we're giving it to Jesse today. We're
2: going Jesse. Yep. Look at Some that, Jesse and Smithville. Today. You got it. Awesome. Thank you. know, Yo, Smithville is like destroying these games. In the last two weeks, we've had like four Smithville winners.
4: Yeah, what can yeah, I, I say? I think what all of Smithville has
2: won a prize right now. Or at least they're all listening. Yeah,
4: yeah we're a little desperate. Not here, <laughs> you guys.
2: Soper and Brown show massive in Smithville. This is great. Oh,
4: yeah. Uh, to make busy, the whole
1: town, actually. Jesse,
2: congrats. Stay on the line. We'll get your info, Okay.
1: Thank
2: you. Silver and brown. So Jesse, big winner for uh, impress the brown. And as you could well imagine, text box multiple texts came in. Jesse sounds hot. Oh Jesse, mm-hmm. Jesse's single? Can you ask Jesse if she's single? <laughs> it's nation stays incredibly horny at all times. Jesse,
3: you can text in and provide that information. If you like that, is up to you.
2: I, I did let her know. I when I was talking to her off air, I said, by the way, text message is coming in. Can you confirm or deny if you are hot? And uh, she confirmed it, according to her. Okay, good. Congrats, Jesse. Look at you.
3: Somebody said, uh, where's the 12-foot statue of Soper and Brown in Smithville? Have they erected that yet?
2: Oh, erect that statue.
3: Put it up. Huge in Smithville.
2: Look, I I said uh, that our first live broadcast when we were going to be allowed to was going to be in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. We're broadcasting from Smithville.
3: (laughs) Changing it up. 100%. We're Soper and Brown on the road again.
2: That's right. Live from Smithville, baby. I mean, the first time. Well, yeah.
3: If uh, Amy, uh, my, my Carl killer, the Carl Slayer, Amy, if you're listening, uh, Soper and Brown, huge in Smithville t-shirts, uh, just an idea.
2: It's uh, easily my favorite spot here in the Niagara region. So, uh, If you do want to get some questions in, we're going to do open mic in a few min- minutes. Something for Carlos, the mayor of Smithville. Uh, something for myself. Something you want to throw towards Hits Nation. Something you want to throw towards Jesse. Get them all in now. 977-977. And we'll get an open mic in six minutes. Call me now. Who is this?
1: A huge ass! Is this two people on the line? Uh, Bro, I don't do no party line. 977
2: <laughs> 977, text the show. Call us to 905 688 9797.
3: I do like the guy that texts and he's like, uh, Jesse's actually my girlfriend. I can confirm she saw it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Are, are you the same guy who emailed in about the wedding? a boy. That
2: <laughs> boy. Congrats to him, too. Nice pull. Nice pull, pal. <laughs> Not bad. Um. Oh, you know what? This mm-hmm. is too good that I want to bring this up. Text message come in from Guy and says, Carl, do you say you grew up in Langley?
3: You yeah, confirm yeah. that
2: you did grow up in Langley. Mm-hmm. He then asks, what school did you go to? High school. Yep.
3: Yeah. Works with secondary. There it is.
2: Turns out he also lived in Langley and went to that high school the same time you were there.
3: Yeah, he you guys was went to high
2: school together. For,
3: he was there for uh, a year what? apparently, <laughs> and it was the year that I was graduating. So uh, yeah, somewhere, somewhere in the halls of Brookswood Secondary in 2003, myself and uh, a, a gentleman's name is Nick. We probably, I'm sure, we passed in the hallway, man.
2: That is <laughs> wild.
3: Yeah, he said it was neat. You were telling the story about you know where I got married, which is a little place called the Fern Hall. Which is like Twenty uh, Fourth Avenue, Two Hundredth in Langley. It's kind of a main four corners kind of area there. And uh, he's like, "Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about." So, small world, man. You got to bust out the yearbook. Somebody, it's, said. It's the, that's the class. Yeah, actually, I should I should go look. Yeah, it's the classic. Uh, yeah, do, don't you know Doug? You're from Canada, and it's like, <sighs> actually, yes, I know him. He's my he's my buddy's wife's brother. Like, so <laughs> it's the classic thing, you know, the six degrees of Canadian separation.
2: It's uh, great stuff. Can you ask Hits Nation why do truck nuts truck nuts exist?
3: Why do they exist? Yeah, that's a question. That's a question beyond my means. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it is for someone who goes to the uh, truck nuts store. I assume they have their own store, or the access <laughs> where wherever accessories are sold, and goes. Oh yeah, I need those.
2: Yeah, I don't know why you'd ever want I- them on your truck. <laughs>
3: Folks, if you if you got them and if you love them, please tell me why. I, I'm just curious. I'm not here to judge. I just want to know. I agree. It's, it's for pretty, the laugh, right? Is it? Who's laughing still? <laughs> I haven't laughed at Truck Nuts since 2001.
2: Yeah, nobody's laughing with them anymore, right? No. It's like, well, you
3: still, okay, still a Truck Nuts guy.
2: What about fake right. bullet holes? Where do you sit on fake bullet holes?
3: <laughs> well, they do make the car faster. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think truck nets probably belong to the guy that we had to ban from the text box yesterday. Yeah, you're probably. I think right. that probably answers it. Yeah. Uh,
2: what is your biggest mess up while at work? Doesn't have to be in radio. Hmm.
3: Biggest mess up at
2: work. I've explained mine on air before, but I'll like, really quickly again because it was a while back. It was that time that I said something rude about the Queen. And oh, right. I was this close to getting fired.
3: The the problem was you were at the time working in uh, Victoria, B.C., mm-hmm. which has a lot of like it's the home of like the Royal Canadian Museum. There's yeah. a lot of like kind of like eight like sort of like Britishy royalty ish uh, tourism dollars that are in that city. Yeah. So you can take a verbal dump on the Queen in a lot of towns across Canada. Victoria is maybe one of the few that you can't.
2: In, and you did. Typically, in radio, your boss will never come into your studio like live on they'll, your show. They'll no, usually super rarely pull you in after. He stormed into the studio and mm. pulled me off air, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm getting <laughs> That's fired! It. It's it. That's it." And I didn't, luckily, but just, man,
3: just think. If that's the path they went down, we wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah, it's true, incredible.
2: <laughs> I don't know
3: what my biggest stand screw by up. The story I mean, though. I probably gave a couple people too good of a deal when I was in sales a couple of times, and but if anything, it just cost me a couple of bucks, and they got yeah. some better advertising yeah. for it. I never screwed up too bad.
2: Last one here says, uh, "Soper Brown, you guys are going to get on the tie cats bandwagon August fifth. Let's go,
3: man. We're ready. I'm. 100%. We we are." Hundred percent. What did I? I sent you an image last night. Actually, yeah. I was actually on the Tie Cats website. I was looking at the, I was looking at jerseys.
2: Okay. I want
3: a. I want a customizable brown jersey. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want. I want you and I to get Soper and Brown jerseys. I want to see a Soper 97 next to a Brown Seven. So it looks like the frequency of the station when you and I stand side by side in the beer lineup. Yeah. And then people will ask us, Are "You guys Soper and Brown?" We say, "No." <laughs> just love those guys.
2: I actually just want you to get a jersey that has 69 on the back.
3: Brown 69? No,
2: no, 69 and then the name bar just says Jeff.
1: <laughs> Jeff 69. The silver and brown show.
2: I'm reading this story this morning out of Japan and it made mm-hmm. me laugh for a few different reasons. Uh, this is going to sound sick at first, but Oh, please. They um the, there was a reported body floating in a river. Oh, so police had to show up and obviously try to get it out of the river. Uh, not great, obviously. No, you don't want that call. But they show up, they say, "Okay, yeah, get it in," and realize once they get their hands on it, oh, it's a sex doll. No, oh. it's a very realistic, lifelike sex doll. Somebody broke up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here, <you're> Judy. <laughs> Who names a sex you're- doll Judy? You don't even look at me the same anymore. Yeah, Judy. Judy's going to be the worst sex doll name I've ever come up
3: with. Are you the Kings? Hey, Judy. (laughs) (laughs) Switching to Glide?
4: (laughs) Hell of a poll.
3: Three people got that reference. Hell of a poll. If you're one of them, give us text 977. I haven't heard that. Great transition in the middle of that song. Yeah? Yeah, it's a great transition there. Do
2: you think we have that?
3: I don't think so. I hope we don't.
2: Let's see. Switching to glide? No. There's no way. <laughs> no, we do <don't>. no. <laughs> We have switchfoot what meant to live. That's not the same thing. We have that. Why do we have that song? I
3: don't know. Anyway. Did they get the doll out of the river?
2: Oh, yeah. So they pulled the doll out of the river. <laughs> they had to close down the area. There's like boats and stuff like that. They had to close yeah. down. Pulled the doll out. And then yeah. everybody started making fun of the police why? For pulling a sex doll out of the river. Well, what are they supposed to do? How what? do they know? This is the point I was going to make. What were they supposed to just go, yeah, we're pretty sure that's a sex doll. We're just going to leave it. You kind of have to be sure. Yeah, of course like you do. you have
3: to be sure, sure.
2: Of course you do. <laughs> you got to
3: go down and check it out.
2: Like, multiple stories of multiple people, are. it's just them making fun of the police for pulling a sex doll out of the river. You have to treat that like a real
3: situation. Or are you going to let it float down? The next guys are going to get a call. Somebody's yeah. got to get it out of there. Exactly.
2: Could have been recoverable. This is what, like, you got to get Judy out of the river. Maybe, be some resale on there. <laughs> some resale? <laughs> I don't think that's quite how it works. Maybe somebody's
3: therapist suggested they throw it in there.
2: <laughs> that was funny. Also a deep pool there. That was a sub-brown deep pool. Anyways, don't name your sex dolls Judy.
3: Or throw them in the river. <laughs> <laughs> Sell them on Facebook like everybody else does.
1: The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.
2: All right, pal. Before we get out of here, what did we learn on the show today? <laughs> we learned that a
3: number of folks always thought the line in the King song was switching to Clyde. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey. more, than,
3: like, more than one text came in about that. To
2: each their own. And switching to Clyde. By the way, I need yeah. somebody named Judy yeah. to now call into the show.
3: And also a little Donna. Yeah,
2: <laughs> please.
3: That we can ring up when we're in
2: Toronto. I want, <laughs> I want to just have this as a hockey, by the way, from here yeah.
1: on out. <laughs>
2: Just that. <laughs> is Judy our female Jeff? <laughs> Judy and Jeff maybe is now the uh, uh, the hits couple. Yeah, The weird now, hits couple.
3: Now, if Jeff and Judy get married, that's a wedding that I would crash. Uh, <laughs> but you don't want to crash one in Ohio. Uh, we learned today that a couple guys tried that and uh, paid the old physical price for it. A little blood, sweat, and tears of that wedding. But mostly just the two guys who got bottled for jumping in.
2: We also found out that there was almost... Two guys that got jumped at Carl's wedding for trying to crash it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, there were were some folks who were ready to have a whole South Langley throwdown there on that night in 2014. Uh, We came up empty on our chip search so far, uh, looking for the spicy uh, Wendy's uh, Spicy Chicken Sandwich Pringles. I did have a guy send me uh, a note on Facebook that he's secured some. I've got another guy who runs the uh, grocery store. In Welland, that has made an order, so the uh, Carl Brown Chip Brigade, again, the CBCBs, are on the case, and we're going to have some by the end of the week, I think. We talked about a Soper and Brown Happy Meal and what the toy would be on the end of it. Tomorrow,
2: Um, I want you to recap some of those. Okay. Do you have a few?
3: I kept a whole list of them because we had to move on to Shelby's News. We didn't get to explore it as much as I wanted to. I've got a whole list of those. Uh, We know that you and I are ready for the Cats wagon. We're just waiting for the invite. Uh, yeah, just hey, waiting, just waiting for a hand up here,
2: Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, if you want us to join the bandwagon, we're fully on board. Mm-hmm. Love to have a meeting about it. I believe home opener is early September, so something uh, like that. Yeah, we're, we're there, a thousand
3: percent. I want to give a couple quick plugs. Uh, one to the uh, the Raptors. For your fourth overall draft That's pick. Huge. You got to move yeah. up in the draft. You, you being a Sens fan, me being a Canucks fan, we know all about high draft picks and uh and tanking. Usually the Canucks have to move down in the draft, unfortunately. But shout out to them. Uh more Euro action today. The Habs are a game away. Tampa Bay's got oh, a chance of moving man. on, and we've got the Kings stuck in our head. That's what we learned today.
2: That's true. <laughs> Okay, one more. So, ready? Hold on. Yeah, okay. What's up? (laughs) Ah. Is that right up there with Jimi Hendrix? I'm coming to get you. I'm coming
3: to get (laughs) you. Also, somebody just emailed me a picture of what looks like an extraordinarily well-used sex doll. Oh, really? There we go. What's its name? (laughs) I don't know if they named this. If Judy was the one they found floating in Tokyo, maybe this is Donna. (laughs) Oh my god, this thing's filthy. And I mean, dirty. Aggressively penis.
2: Ashley's like, up next. Like
3: physically dirty. Oh. Oh.
2: Whoa! Someone <laughs>
0: smells stinky! Tomorrow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's a voice. That keeps on calling me. Down the road. That's where.